Welcome to Zen Bites, where we blend ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering mindful entrepreneurs to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. Welcome, I'm your host Shane, and this week's topic is entrepreneur growth tips with our special guest, Dina Patton. Dina founded Dina Patton Coaching and Training Company about 22 years ago while she was living in New York City. She's an elite coach who has worked with thousands of purpose-driven companies as well as world-changing leaders around the globe to help them build great companies that break records with their revenues and their impact. So Dina, um, welcome to Zenbytes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Why don't you share with us your your coaching journey? Well, it's been 22 years and how I got into it is I actually hired a coach first and really fell in love with the work and the difference and the results, the transformation. And I just couldn't, I'd never been through that experience. Um, it was a rough time and moment in my life. Um, I had been running my marketing and PR agency in New York City and burnt myself out and had a minor stroke and hired, yeah, I hired a coach to really help me rebuild myself and um, reevaluate my life and really didn't, uh, at that age and that time, I didn't get that my self-care my mind, body, and spirit were really the biggest asset of my business. And when we're entrepreneurs, we are the biggest asset of our business, but we don't act like it. And we burn ourselves out. We run really hard and we get enrolled in this hustle environment. And, um, you know, our best self doesn't get um, activated and nurtured and um, really to stay in business um, especially in my industry of, of coaching or any service industry, you've got to stay creative and innovative. You have to switch it up and um, make sure your brand's relevant. And you know, for me to be in this 22 years, I had to learn those lessons of self-care, of margins, of really understanding time management so that I could stay in integrity with the things I was delivering, but yet not burn myself out. So there was tons of lessons I had to learn in my coaching journey. Um, and I was very fortunate in that time to sell my business, my marketing PR agency. And I really just said, I, I'm going to take that experience and that wisdom and combine it with coaching and start uh, coaching leaders and entrepreneurs in building very on-purpose, world-changing companies. And uh, I'm excited to say I, we just turned 22, um, doing this for a long time, and I love it. And I kind of feel like I'm just starting, getting started. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow, 22 years. It's been a long, it's been a long time. But, you know, you grow. Uh, you know, my, my company does not look the same as it did 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, you evolve um, as a, I put a lot of time and money into my own development. So every year I'm, I'm learning um, tips, resources, strategies, whether it's in 
marketing, it's in systems, um, in mindset. I've done a lot of work around mindset. That's what my book's on. Um, and because business, you know, running a business takes psychology and mindset um, that most people aren't trained in. You know, we just we just deal with what we have. And so um, part of running a business, growing a business is where your mindset is and um, and your psychology, because we can stop ourselves all day long, right? <laughs> Every day we can get stuck in in just our own way and um, sabotage ourselves. We can just not finish projects. We can get tangled up in our own way. And um, so, so much of this journey is that leadership mindset, um, what I call greatness mindset, greatness leadership, and just really understanding yourself where your strengths and weaknesses are so that, you know, one of my sayings is delegate or hire out your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. uh, because if we stay in the brilliant lanes where, where we're brilliant and our greatness and our gifts are, we thrive and we move, that we move the train. When we try to deal with all the things that we're really weak in, we don't like, we get tangled up. And then that might cost us a week, a month, a year, because we're trying to figure out whatever, social media, financials, um, systems, um, you know, branding and marketing, um, instead of hire someone, get it done and move the train. So lots, lots of, uh, lots of lessons along the way and, um, and taking it to a whole nother level. What I love right now is how entrepreneurship, uh, has, has grown and it's just really thriving. I've been an entrepreneur for 27 years and I feel like back then it was exciting and so many people were leaving corporate and um, diving into their own businesses and their own gifts. But I feel like that was just the beginning. Right now, I've never seen so many businesses being started, especially women. Women are diving in like no other time. So it's really exciting. Absolutely. And you touched on something. Um, what's the, how would you describe the CEO mindset versus the entrepreneur's mindset? So in short, I would say the entrepreneur mindset is very much survival. You know, you're, you're dive, you, you dive into this new business, you're wearing 10 hats, you're very much in survival mode. And unfortunately, some people never get out of that. They just, they don't hire well, they don't delegate well, everything stays on their plate, they're very over capacity. And you're, you know, it might be year two, three, four, they get burnt out and they can't do it anymore. And then they close that business and start something else, but they don't learn the lesson. So they do it all over again. So one of the big things when you want to start moving from entrepreneur to really the CEO of your business, there's a couple big shifts. One, the mindset, the, the mindset of I'm the leader of this business. And I'm going to hire out priority in priority order, the people who are going to ele <clears throat> elevate this business. And so that mindset of I'm going to purposefully, intentionally move to being the CEO. And when you really look at successful CEOs, 
they are, their eyes are on the vision. They know their vision, their values, and their purpose in great ways. So that mindset of vision, values, and purpose, you know your values, which is what you stand for. It's what makes your brand very unique. The vision is where you're pushing the train. And if you don't know where your train's going, that's that's kind of an, an entrepreneur mindset is just let's make it another day. Let's make it another sale, another client, get another dollar in. That's very short-minded, right? A CEO has their eyes on the train a year to three years out. So again, the mindset of vision, values, purpose, your purpose is your why. Why are you in business? Why are you unique? If you don't know your why, you'll lose your way. And so the train is going to wiggle and zigzag and you don't really know what you're doing. So knowing those three things, vision, values, purpose, that's a CEO trait. It's not an entrepreneur trait for the most part. And then the second thing, once you really start to shift in that and know that, then you can start to hire that first or second person that's going to be um, very tied to revenue generating activities so that you can get more money um, to grow the business. We can't grow a business without revenue. So you don't, you know, I, I totally agree that we all need assistance because you'll run yourself into the ground if you don't have an assistant. But after that, let's look at who can be helpful in revenue generating activities to get more revenue because more revenue means more growth and more people that then can bring more revenue, right? So, um, so just think through priority order, who contractors and employees that you can hire. Um, and in there, I'm really passionate around sales and we don't want to build hobbies. Although, you know, I work with a lot of purpose-driven entrepreneurs and CEOs. I'm very purpose-driven, but that doesn't mean that we undercharge or we get things for free. Um, you are using amazing purpose and gifts. And um, you have those so that you can make an amazing living, but an amazing difference. And it's very hard to be in this world and not make your bills. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't want to be in my purpose, but yet I can't make my mortgage payment. It doesn't work because it, it keeps you in a scarcity mindset. So we've got to understand uh, sales. And one of the things that I'm really, really, I just want to encourage you around is understanding your sales and your sales system. So how many sales do you need to make? Do that back engineering uh, math of whether you're, you want to hit $100,000 this year or half a million or a million, whatever your number is, you've got to back engineer that to your month and your week, meaning how many sales do you need to make per week, per month to hit that number. Once you know that number, it's so empowering. You're like, okay, game on. I can I can win this game, right? When we don't know that number, we're still winning the game. It's just called Vagueville. <laughs> we're winning the, the Vagueville game, right? We don't want to win the Vagueville game. Um, we want to win the sales number game, the greatness game of sales. And I want you to hit that 100,000 or that 500,000, that million. Um, but the only way we do that 
back engineer it. Now we know what we have to sell every week. And now we can back engineer our marketing to help us hit that. So everything is intentional and with strategy. And again, those three things really help people shift into CEO is the mindset and vision values purpose, and then hiring on purpose, revenue generating help, and then really understanding your sales system and your sales numbers. Those three things are traits of a CEO, not a ton of entrepreneurs um, that I know. uh, They don't know those things with clarity and confidence. And that's that's what we want to get to is clarity and confidence in all those areas. So why do you think that entrepreneurs have this limited mindset or they aren't looking at the moment, not the long-term vision? So I wrote a book called The Greatness Game, and it is uh, it explains my mindset um, methodology. And in short, we are all born with two voices. We have a smallness voice and a greatness voice. We're born with it. And when I studied highly successful people, um, and not just in business, CEOs, celebrities, athletes, people who are very successful in their field, what I saw, you know, success leaves clues. And success is, there's no mystery. Here's the thing, there's no mystery to success. But if you are not following the bread crumbs, the the clues of success, what the game that you're in is Vagueville. You're guessing, you're winging it, you're throwing the spaghetti on the wall, right? And so when you're in that kind of mindset of like, I'm just figuring it out, right? I'm just winging it, I'm surviving. It's so courageous. You know, I I started there at 24, moved to New York City, started a PR PR and marketing agency, didn't really know what I was doing, except the skill sets I knew. And I just hustled, right? And I learned systems and hiring. I learned all these things. So I think it's very normal. I think today, now that was before the internet and and, um, (laughs) a a lot of access to knowledge. Today, we have access to knowledge, wisdom, YouTube videos, books, networking groups, you have full access to highly successful people. So I would suggest finding that CEO, that successful person or two that you admire, read their book, get into their group, get into their, you know, get as close as you can to them. Because what you want is how they did it, their formula, there's a formula for success, right? So I think how how most people start entrepreneurship is from that smallness mindset. And what that means is smallness is all about safety. So it's not right or wrong. It's not bad or good. It's just smallness is all about safety. And what's safe is I do everything myself. I don't hire. I just work really hard. I hustle and I stay safe, right? Because we don't want to waste a lot of money. Um, we don't have usually don't have a lot of money in the beginning. So we get into the safety mindset, the smallness mindset, but where what happens is that becomes the normal. It's not like you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this for six months or a year. And then at the year, I'm gonna reevaluate, see where my revenue is, 
see where I can delegate and hire. Like they don't have that kind of plan. They just click into safety, click into smallness. Let's just get the next client. Right. And then all of a sudden, two years have gone by, three years have been gone by. I've worked with people who have five, $10 million businesses still in that state of smallness. And let me do everything myself. They might have two employees. They might have three employees, but they're still in the scarcity, safety, smallness mindset. And it takes, sometimes that's why coaching is so powerful is it takes someone to help you interrupt that mindset and transform that mindset. So um, I help people to recognize where they're in the smallness and intentionally start to shift to a greatness mindset so they can start leading their business with greatness. It is a completely different game when you start leading from your greatness. Yeah. yeah. And along with mindset, uh, self-care. But a lot of people, especially when you're busy, you're a busy um, leader or entrepreneur, finding the time for that is kind of the difficulty. So what are some ways they can actually... I guess, find the time, you know, or make the time really. (laughs) Yeah, it's all about making the time. And it's really something, um, if you follow me on Instagram or really any of my platforms, I talk about self-care a lot. Uh, You already heard my story of my, my stroke. So I had a year of building up my mind, body, and spirit again. And that was my blessed interruption. And I really started to see why a self-care plan is just as important as your business plan and your marketing plan, because you are the asset, especially in the beginning, you are the biggest asset of your business. So we want to take care of our asset, right? And you would never pull your car into the gas station and put gas on the car, that's not going to help, right? (laughs) Like that's not very helpful at all. If we just pour gas on the car, we have to have gas in the car. (laughs) And the same thing with us fueling us, we have to fuel ourselves, mind, body, spirit, because the creativity, the innovation, the leadership, the badassery of your business depends on you. So when you're showing up sleep deprived, cranky, not eating well, you're feeling overweight, you're feeling heavy, your spirit's heavy, your spirit's broken, you know, all of those things, your business feels that weight. So I want to encourage people, first of all, you have to have the mindset. It always are our actions are always a result of our mindset first. So the mindset is I will make time for my self-care and I will allow that to grow. Um, during COVID, I upped my my self-care um, because COVID was really heavy and hard and it just was no fun. So I needed to up my self-care and why I do that through hard times, um, anytime I've lost someone, that was really dear to me and I have that grief, I need more self-care, right? right? So it's important to know that you've got it. It's not just a plug in five minutes a day kind of thing. 
yes, you can get into a routine and I'll talk about that. But what's important is you're going to have rough times in your, in your life. And in those rough times, we're not in fifth and sixth gear in our best self or in second gear. I have a client right now who just lost a parent and he's in LA. He's in a you know, huge hustle and great business. And I, you know, I had to really remind him you're on second gear right now. You don't for you're not in fifth and sixth gear. You've got to allow yourself the grace to be in second gear and take care of yourself way more than normal. Um, so self-care plan. Um, first of all, I have a template on my website. I, you can download at amazinggreatness.com and it's going to help you with the time element. Because I think everybody says, oh, well, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Um, what is going to happen is the three Ds, death, d- disease, or divorce, sneaks up on you. And all of a sudden, one of them is knocking on your door. And then you have to have time to deal with that. And so we don't want that. We want to prevent that. And so preventing that is a greatness mindset of saying, you know what? I'm not allowing myself, my marriage, my body and my business to go downhill and implode, I'm going to start implementing a self-care plan today. So on the template, it's daily, weekly, monthly self-care. And there's a distinction between, I want to make two really big distinctions, is there is um, on self-care, there's relaxing. And relaxing, of course, we are, we all know that, right? So that's our sleep, that is our, um, maybe our massage once a month, our uh, yoga, things that really relax us. And everybody's a little different. So listening to music, um, yoga, relaxing, taking a, a, um, a nap, you know, anything that relaxes, that's awesome. And whatever you need daily, weekly, or monthly in that relaxing. But, and that's great for serotonin, okay? And this, you have to understand your your mind, how your mind and body works together. You know, when we relax, we give ourselves that those chemicals of serotonin. Um, meditation, of course, um, prayer, all of, all of that just that relaxes us. But refueling is what I want to talk about. This, especially if you are an entrepreneur, business owner, leader, refueling is the thing that sparks your greatness, sparks your uh, creativity, your innovation, that that spark in you where you just are on, you are just magic, right? And if we are not refueling ourselves, and that's the gas in the tank, and my refueling, like seeing live music, going on an adventure, um, hiking uh, around my dog. You know, my dog uh, is, I'm a dog mom. So that's, uh, it's play for me. It's fun. It's adventure. Um, traveling with my daughter and her sports team. Um, like I said, live music, things like that, where it is giving me that dopamine, um, oxytocin, jump that I get brilliant ideas in that time, right? So it's not just 
These things are not about self-care. Yes, it is about keeping your mind, body, and spirit refueled, relaxed, in a good state. And that's the key word, state. Are you in a greatness state or are you in a smallness state? We want to fuel the greatness states. So um, understanding just how your mind and body work together and those chemicals. Um, we all love dopamine. It's why we're addicted to social media. There's something about, right? There's something about that, but that's cheap dopamine. I want you to get the real stuff, the stuff that where you walk away and you just feel so fueled working out. I lift weights. It's so three days a week, you know, lifting weights, exercise, whatever that exercise is for you. That is why a lot of people are addicted to exercise. It's not necessarily for the body piece. It's the chemical reaction we get from it. So again, if you feel like, say you're a business and you feel like you're just chugging along and you don't feel innovative, you feel like competitors are eating you alive. What I'm going to suggest is you don't have enough self self care in the refueling part. You need to get out this week, next week, and start to do things that are sparking that dopamine for you and sparking that creativity. Is it live music? Go see live music. Is it friends? You know, I know going out with my, my best, my best friends, it just gives me that high, that Right. So, um, so, and good food too. stop eating fast food, the things that are making you feel burdened and weighted down and small, all of those. So, so self-care plan, just to recap weekly, uh, sorry, daily, weekly, and monthly on that chart that I give you, or you, you again, amazinggreatness.com, download it. Or you can just make your own um, daily, weekly, monthly. It has to be both a mixture of things that refuel you and things that relax you. For me, I'm a nine hour a night sleeper. Nine hours. I protect that. No negotiation. (laughs) (laughs) I know that I, as as fast as I um, run with all of my clients, and I'm speaking on stages across the country, I'm doing podcasts, I have a marriage and a daughter and my own wellness, like I have to have nine hours of sleep. But when you start to stop negotiating and giving your power away, because you're saying yes to everybody else except yourself, you're going to implode. So find your non-negotiables, those things that you're like, "Mm -mm, I'm going to protect my sleep, my workouts, my prayer and meditation every morning, 30 minutes. Um, I protect those times. They're in my schedule. Success is scheduled. I don't wing it. I don't hope. I don't try. I schedule it. So I have my chart. I use the same chart. I know the plan of what I do, my vitamins, my daily stuff, um, my weekly stuff, my monthly stuff. So that's what I would say. You make time, you start small, you know, maybe it's five minutes in the morning of working out and five minutes of meditation, and then you let it grow. You know, don't compare your self-care to my self-care. I'm a master in, in this is one area I, I've mastered, but every master is, it was once a disaster. I was a disaster <laughs> in self-care, <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot of commitment around it because I see the ROI. 
I mean, you're going to double and triple your business because of it. I promise. Exactly. Nice. Nice. So that's some really good advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you kind of touched on a little bit, but where can listeners connect with you online? Absolutely. So um, on the free downloads, amazinggreatness.com. And then uh, connect with me on Instagram. I'm uh, Dina, D-E-N-A, Marie Patton. Um, so uh, follow me on Instagram. But go to my website. There's um, a lot of information. You can always um, hop. We can hop on a call, um, dinapatton.com. And um, see, I can see if I can help you in any of these areas. So those are the three best ways to um connect with me. And on Instagram, I talk a lot about leadership development, mindset development, success. I always want to give people as many tips as I can. So that's a great way to connect. All right. Great. Well, I'd like to thank you, Dina, for joining us. I really thank you so much. It was, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Zen Bites, where we just blended ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering you to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. 